Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Fear, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Twenty twenty two. Oh yeah. New year ahead of us. Lots of fun and exciting things, I'm sure, lie ahead. I'm sure. Spooky things of all sorts. The roaring twenties have been pretty oh, God dang it. fantastic well, did, so didn't, far. Didn't those end okay though? Uh, Was wasn't that fine? No. Like what happened? Was there, what do you mean? Economic disasters? What, no, what? I thought the 20s were like just super cool. Then like, ah, we fought some Nazis and then America was great. Is that not what happened? Well, that was like a 30-year span. I mean, when you look at things from like... 25? You know, the further you get from the event, it just all kind of compresses together. Just the blink of an eye. Yeah, I mean, how will people talk about this time period like 400, 500 years in the future? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> people in 500 years from now, there'll be people... Just somewhere, maybe not here, but they'll be coiling. They'll be coiling. Wow, toiling in the Amazon mines aboard the asteroids. Yeah, that's what they'll be. Yeah, looking for minerals and all sorts of goodies. The belters, the belters, and yeah, the beltaladas. Well, the point is, they'll have many stories to tell about whatever is happening now. Right, and we're going to get into some stories today. Yes. Stories that neither you or I really know about. No, we don't. We don't know what's coming. Nope. We're going to pull on that thread again. We're both going to host this episode and tackle stories, spooky, scary, potentially true stories on the internet um, that has been, of course, supplied to us by... The internet. The internet, yes. Yep. Users, posters, social media sites. We'll see. All the above. All the above. So as we get in, as we begin to rip roar through these still roaring 20s, you mentioned you had maybe found a story by chance. Did you want to dive into whatever that is that you came across right before we began? Because it sounds like I have to buckle up for whatever's coming. I don't know. I'll tell you what it is because... It's something I just came across. Uh, yes. But it, I haven't even scratched the surface on it. And oh, I don't know if it's a joke, if it's something serious, if it's a mix of the two. Part of it definitely seems like a joke, but part of it definitely, but that's not where I got to sure that from. So, like, well, do you want to just throw it at me? And if it sucks, it sucks. And if it's something insane, then it's insane. Well, I'll just literally tell you. Okay. The, uh, so I, I'm on Reddit every once in a while. You'll yeah, never I've been find on there me once or once or twice. You'll never find me, because I've never posted anything. No. So good luck. Mm. But 
on my news feed, I uh, subscribe to our Illinois because that's where I live. That is where you live. Why so, don't I subscribe to that? I don't know. That's stupid. So it's good to th- know things about where you live. I would think so. Yeah, get the right perspective on my home state. Yeah. So someone... What an oversight. So someone uh, post uh, 22 hours ago as of right now, and it just immediately caught my attention. Okay. Has anyone else heard rumors about a giant sentient mass of flesh in a chasm under Galena? <laughs> ah, I picked a bad time to start to drink water. Yeah. Oh, um, just for for those who missed it in the back, what was that title again? I was posted by you, Archipelago fan. Great, cool. I guess he likes archipelagos. Great. But uh, the, his post was, has anyone else heard rumors about a giant sentient mass of flesh in a chasm under Galena? Nope. Nope. Haven't. Haven't heard of that. But. Yeah. Has guess someone who wanted to try to find something about it. Because <laughs> nobody seemed to know. Okay. In the thing, in the thread, lots of jokes about politicians and stuff. Yeah, that's funny. I understand, guys. But let's get to the heart of this chasm. Yeah. But then I did come al- across a new thing in it that Jerry Buttcrust posted. Good. Reliable <laughs> source. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta give the guy credit. No, you, I mean you absolutely do, right? Or she? I don't know. Well, that's Doesn't a good matter. thing. Well, that's a good thing about Reddit. The usernames. Who cares? So, give uh, me the details. There's one in Texas, apparently, or there's a whole thing in Texas, and this is where I've just kind of okay, kind of hit okay, ran into it, and I don't really know where it's going. We don't. Neither do. No one does. I I, I couldn't even guess. But there is the Mystery Flesh Pit National Park in Get Texas. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> what? In God's in God's green earth. But it doesn't really seem to be a thing. Like, it's just like... So there's the whole video. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, About and a flesh pit? It, uh, I, yeah. So I literally just stumbled into this, like, 20 minutes before you got here. Correct. And... It seems to be some sort of body horror that is uh, made into a national park in the name of capitalism because they're like harvesting this thing's bones and organs and it's, I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> national park. Excuse me? I don't know. I haven't watched It's a 40 minute video. I Damn it. I'm only three minutes in. Son of a bitch. Uh, but... The the poster here for the video just says, Discover verdant forests, majestic scenery, scenery, and cosmic terror. <laughs> Enjoy legendary trout fishing, geotonic carnal moans, broken philosophy, backcountry hiking <laughs> and camping. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. So. Well, I'm in love with that. Mystery Flesh Pit National Park. Well, God, real tempting just to stop the podcast and watch this 45-minute video. It is, right? And jump back. Be like, well, that was insane. Well, there's also merch for it, too. So that's fun. And it's got its own subreddit. Well, speaking of capitalism, yeah, go to the subreddit. Anybody got to say anything cool things on there? I you, you got here, and that was as far as I got into it. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering. You, I mean, if, if you want to click on that subreddit. Oh, I, I, I did. I just haven't looked through any of it at all. Well, I have it pulled up right here in front of me. Well, if you want, I don't know if you want to do a quick, do a quick scroll. I could read just a random story that I have, and we can jump back. We can, we can pick away at this thing for a while. 
Does anything seem like it's jumping out at you that helps us explain what that even is? Well, I mean, six days ago, somebody posted our Ranger Friends 2021, an interview with three park rangers. So maybe we could look into that a little bit, but if you want to jump into something, I'll kind of skim it. All right. Well, this is this is going to be quite... This one I, I read briefly because I didn't want to read too far. Um, again, we're going to do some weird like ping pong and back and forth between topics today. Again, this is just a story from an Ask Reddit thread entitled like the scariest story you've ever heard or you've ever told or you know, you've ever heard. Um, what is... Oh, that's all right. Hold on here. Okay. This is from Morphiantra. It's a personal story. When I was 10, I regularly attended a choir club for kids. One day, I was picked up by my dad to drive me home. I was confused about it, as it was always my mom who did, but did not think much on it until halfway through the drive. My dad began to mumble about how sorry he was and how I would never see him again. More than a bit frightened and confused at that point, I kept asking what he meant, but he wouldn't say. Until we were home, but he did not leave the car, and instead urged me to get out. Finally, he told me I would not see him again, because he will be dead very soon for what he did, and that the police would answer me. After he practically kicked me out of the car, I rushed home, but no one was there. I found the door open, and a puddle of blood on the floor. The police was nearby and explained what had happened. Now, I'm just telling you right away, this is not as fun as a flesh chasm. Okay. This, this well, it seems like it's getting a little, like a different kind of dark. Okay. You know, I mean, my dad was obsessively jealous and had found a pack of old condoms in the cupboard. So he drew the conclusion that my mom must have cheated on him. But they were unused, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, a pack of old condoms. So it doesn't clarify if they were open and some are missing. Okay. Maybe it was prop, maybe it was open. I don't want to assume it's not mentioned, but never mind the fact that we only recently moved into this apartment and they could have been left by previous tenants, or the fact that he controlled my mom's very step and never let her go anywhere alone. Also not a good sign. The police took me to the hospital where my mom, luckily alive, was being treated. Well okay. My dad had smashed her skull in with a full wine bottle. Jesus. It's not good. It's really not good. No. The, the only reason I would go on the limb and say that's very bad. Yeah. Uh, the only reason she survived was because my little brother, seven at the time, intervened. If it weren't for him, my dad would have killed my mom in a fit of jealousy. Well. Uh, when he said that I would not see him again, he meant that he was, had planned on killing himself shortly after driving me Jesus. off. It's not good. It's real bad. It's real dark. Yeah. It's, it's scary. Yeah, it's very scary. He did not succeed, and police managed to get him into a mental ward. This, to this date, is the scariest thing that had ever happened to me. I don't know how you top it, really. Not that you want to. No. But, like, that's real, that's real bad. Yeah. That's, uh... But I keep thinking of my brother all the time. Again, he puts this into perspective. Um, or she. Uh, to witness your own mom being beaten half dead by your dad. Yeah, what would that be like? Don't like it when you're seven. I'm sure that's fine. We both suffered extreme mental trauma from this event later down the line, but somehow turned into decent people. 
I never really told him how grateful I am. He was there. But I think that I really, really should. Thank you for walking in on mom and dad when mom was being bludgeoned by a wine bottle. Yeah. By our father. That was way less fun than a flesh cat. That's what I mean. That was what I just had queued up because it was dark and twisted. And like, well, that was on the internet. And then you threw the fun, jovial <laughs> flesh chasm at me. I'm like, well, shit. And that's why I was like, let's, let's maybe like ping pong around this. Um, there's one edit here. Despite what my mom went through, she is the most cheerful and sweetest woman I've ever known. It takes real strength to come out of such an abusive marriage and continue to live your life in such a positive way and also raise her two children alone. Yeah, I think mom's the hero there. She's a real hero. Yep. Um, that was way darker than I anticipated. I tried to, at all. I tried to like just warn you a little bit. It's like, well, this is going. This is not good. Yeah. Um, well, that was fun. Yeah. So if there's a flesh chasm monster, right? Is, is there anything else in that? Anything else jump out at you? Oh no, I stopped because I was horrified by what <laughs> you were telling me. Oh, it was horrifying. Uh, it's, it just settles in your stomach a little different. Like, oh, that's real terror. Yeah. That's real bad. Uh, no. I'm looking through this interview, and it's written. It's like a whole thing. It's, okay. It's like a fan fiction thing, which I'm all about, but not for what we're doing. All right, well, this is from Crafting Fire Runes, and that's it. Uh, I thought there was going to be more to that name, but there was not. And I haven't, that was the only one I had kind of dabbled at earlier. I have no idea what this is going to be, which is always promising. A woman who went to my regular pub was out with her friend during the day. And in the evening, she missed a bus home and ended up in another pub. It's a, you know, you know, a happy accident, you know, turn a mistake into a solution. Yeah. Fix it. She was tipsy and ended up going home with a man who lived with another male. They both had an obsession with serial killers and murdered her. And after they killed her, they chopped her body up. What am I reading? What are you reading? I don't know. It's just scary stories. Not wrong. They spent the next week putting her body in plastic bags and hiding them in bushes, etc. Etc. Okay. They were caught pretty quickly and thankfully are in prison for life. The day she went missing, I saw her in the pub with her friend and stood in the smoking area with her laughing about a pigeon who is chilling too. I have a video where she is in it and she makes a joke just hours before her death. I think about her nearly every day. It's something that is sort of traumatizing and she did not deserve such a cruel ending to her life. Oh my Mm -hmm. my God. I didn't mean to read you that story. I don't know why you're trying to do this to me. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. I don't know what games the universe is playing. I'm just a conduit right now. I'm not actively doing anything to you. Right. That's a good excuse, right? Mm-hmm. Passing the blame. I'm just a conduit of the universe right now to read these stories to you. Sure. Okay. Great. You need to be a conduit and tell me more about this flesh chasm. Well, I'm moving on from that. All right, what else you got then? I uh, found a thing about scary ocean facts, and the first one is startling. Okay. It's full of black holes. <laughs> the ocean? That's what it says. Black holes? Yeah. Those can't exist on Earth. Well, I I don't know what they're getting at, but... <laughs> it's quite a claim. Uh, it's This article says that, think space is home to all of our black holes? Think again. Why? 
Why am I thinking that? The ocean is teeming with eddies, which are similar to the black holes in space, meaning nothing in their path can escape. Scarier yet, the black holes of the ocean are massive, often measuring up to 93 miles in diameter. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a, a whirlpool? An eddy? Yeah. It's going to suck you down. I didn't know they were 93 miles in diameter. That seemed crazy. That feel that's very large. Yeah, now I need to. Yeah, it's caused by the tides. Ships can be sucked into the maelstrom. How have humans ever survived the ocean? I don't know. I'm gonna stay away from it. Imagine just like we've explored. That's why I live in Illinois. <laughs> You're very far away from the ocean. Yeah. Imagine, just like you know, being landlocked over in Europe. Or like you know you haven't you haven't really veered off you know into the ocean like gone away from the co- you know you know what I mean you haven't really gone exploring right and you just decide to do that yeah ah, we'll figure it out yeah, I'm gonna see what's out there yeah the true obsession with like you know making a good buck it's like ah there's got a better way to get these spices mm-hmm. let's just go out into the abyss where hopefully we don't get caught up in the maelstrom. But to be fair, I guess they didn't know what to be afraid of because they didn't really experience. They didn't know. Maybe ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Probably. All right. Well, that's why I stay away from the ocean because I know too much about it. It's true. See, it's the education. It helps. Does it? Well, it helps you be safe from the ocean. That's true. I suppose. Um, but then you're just like more aware of all the threats that could possibly come at you. So maybe that is more just stressful. Very anxiety. Makes yeah. just overwhelmed with anxiety. About the ocean now. That's, again, why I'm in Illinois. It, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, the ocean isn't coming for you. I hope not. Well, I mean, if that, well, well, well that well. would be a hmm. Maybe. Be a problem. Maybe not me, but other people. Watch out. I don't know. This one is just a couple paragraphs. I don't know what I'm going to do to you. Somebody's mom get murdered again? I don't know why everyone's mother keeps getting murdered. This, their username is Eat the Rich. Okay. But the is spelled T-H-3. Lead speak. Mm-hmm. One episode of a show called Nightmare Neighbor Next Door. Well, it's not promising. Okay. That, got, that got my attention, though. Uh-huh. There was this lady who told her story of her neighbor. Well, it's Nightmare Neighbor, so I figured it would be about her neighbor. Sorry, I'm being very judgmental. Her and her parents and brother lived in this house, and the guy next door spent 10, I think, years constantly complaining about noise, when there isn't, when there wasn't any, basically always causing problems, and at one point threw a brick over the fence to try to hurt the dad. Okay. They thought he had weapons due to something he said. I don't know what that would be. Mm-hmm. I, I have a gun. Maybe. I think that guy might have a weapon. And they told the police who didn't find anything. One day when dad and son were out fixing a car or gardening and mom and daughter were inside... He came with a shotgun and killed the dad and son in the drive. The mom in her room, the daughter ran out into the hallway and he shot her and she passed out but didn't die. Jesus. She woke up in hospital to find out she was paralyzed and needed a wheelchair and that her family were dead. Okay. These are scary. Why? These are horrifying. Later on, after he was released from prison for some reason... 
yeah, what? And it turned out the council had put him in a very, the council? Mm-hmm. To some bureaucratic, is this on earth? No, it sounds like it was on the, Coruscant. Yeah, the judgment, the judgment council released this man who murdered three people and paralyzed a little girl. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds not from around here. Yeah, and it also sounds like, you know, they had an ulterior motive. They had put him in a house very close to where she was living with her partner, and they had to move to get away from him. I don't know if that's how that should work. I've just found out that where he was living... He was organizing a hate group of some kind against his neighbor, and he was arrested again because of this, because he was planning to do the exact same thing. I was pretty young. He he just kills his neighbors. You want to join my hate group? It's called I Hate My Neighbors. (laughs) Yeah, but you're like, just my neighbor, though, not yours. Yeah, no. It's like, do you really want to hate this guy? I'll tell you why he's bad. I hate my neighbor. He's got a family and a wife, and I have a shotgun. Yep. I was pretty young when I watched this. It was on daytime TV for some reason, so I can't remember the details exactly. If I find a website or something, I'll edit it in. Okay, so this is the story. It happened in 1978, and the guy died in 2014. May he rest and piss the evil bastard. What? So on Birmingham, UK, This is I click this link in here. The night... Oh, okay. Internet's doing things. Okay. Get out of here. The night Barry Williams killed five people after neighbor dispute over noise. So that's a real thing with a whole article that really happened. And that sucks. Well, that's real bad. I think you're taking the scary side of these things way too seriously right now. (laughs) I'm just reading what it said. Do you want to get murdered because your neighbor filed a noise complaint? Oh, my God. As he sat cleaning his handguns that evening, he decided he would turn them on his neighbors. Why? Just, he, he hates his neighbors. It's part of his creed. He had dangerously adapted his own, quote, more powerful, end quote, bullets, and had even demanded moving targets wearing wigs at the club where he spent much of his time. Okay, well, that is, that should be setting off some. <laughs> Nobody's like, why you sh- Hey, can you put a, tar- a wig on that target? Yeah. Can you make it talk? Yeah, actually, can you move it next door to my house? Here, I just happen to have a picture of my neighbor. Can we put can it on put there? This on here? I just, it's just an image. I just thought I would like to shoot it. Yeah, I just brought it. I don't know why. It was just in my pocket. <laughs> I just had it with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no reason. There's a lot of circles and X's on it. Yeah. Don't mind that. Oh, ignore the other one that says, I hate my neighbor. <laughs> oh, on the back it says you want to shoot your neighbor. I mean, sir. Can I kind of put it on the target, though? Oh, for God's sakes. Well, Williams armed himself with one legally held and one illegally held handgun. Sure. And opened fire on the Burkitts in a devastating fire minutes, in a devastating five minutes of violence. Uh, Well, okay. All right. Just scrolling through. This is horrifying. This is real bad. How many more people did he kill? How many neighbors did he have? Um, uh, well, because I thought it was just the from the Reddit story was a mom. Are you just stumbling into a serial killer as we record this? Oh my gosh! Um, well, okay, there was a self-employed builder named George. He was the first to die. Um, he was shot above the left eye as he lay dying. More shots hit him in the chest and side. 
And then a terrified Philip, well, he tried to escape, but was blasted five times, sending him smashing through the front window. What is going on? And his mom, Iris, she's a 48-year-old typist, tried to escape too, but was shot through the heart in a hail of bullets. Then he shot teenager Jill. Then after that, uh, she collapsed. And then um, Judy Chambers, that's another neighbor, by the way. So there's another neighbor. Okay. Um, she was Iris's cousin. When she opened her front door um, to see what was going on, um, she was shot twice. But she survived. And then Williams took police and a 100-mile-per-hour chase across the Midlands while shooting and throwing homemade bombs at passers-by, including children. Zach, what is going on? You just, this the, is extreme. This is the Joker? I, this feels like another, yeah, like one of those guys. It just keeps escalating. Yeah. The Reddit said he killed like his neighbors. The final victims were husband and wife petrol station owners Mike DeMaria, 58, and his wife Lisa. Uh, the couple were shot dead in Newton before Williams, or Nuneaton, that's how it's spelled. I'm making all this stuff up. Yeah, by Williams, was uh, cornered the following day by cops who had chased him in the Ford Capri he had used to escape in. The unknown officers overpowered him. He was detained indefinitely in 1979. Um, psychiatrist at the time said he was suffering from paranoid psychosis. Just a week before the tragedy, he had issued a chilling warning to Philip Burkett after hammering on the door to complain about the noise. When Philip asked Williams what he was going to do about it, he replied, quote, I'm going to exterminate you. Okay. Um, then he was released 15 years later and was allowed to live in a hostel just six miles from the scene of the killings. The public uproar led him to being moved up north. He then changed his name to Harry Street and returned to Birmingham to marry his partner and now also has a teenage daughter. Okay. And well, that was quite um, a roller coaster. Um, that was a lot. Oh, he uh, eventually... Oh, okay. Hold. I have nightmares. Judy has nightmares almost every night, even now. I don't find it hard to recall the events of that night because it has been with me all my life. Um, eventually, he was arrested and detained under the Mental Health Act in October 2014. After Birmingham Crown Court heard police discovered a veritable arsenal of weapons at the home that he shared with his wife and daughter, including guns, bullets, and even a homemade bomb. Hmm. You gotta love a homemade bomb. He made it a family affair. Probably shouldn't say that. I'm <laughs> no, <laughs> it's to be recorded. Well, you know, it's uh, it wasn't said seriously. Nope. He died inside the high security Ashworth Hospital on Merseyside in December 2014. He was 70 years old. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, again, um, didn't expect that to happen. Um, and that article was written by Nick McCarthy, and it was again from the Birmingham Mail. dot co. dot uk. Um, so I don't know what I'm trying to do to you tonight. I don't know. I either. really don't know. But I just described a man who. Uh, well, we all heard what he did. We yeah. Don't, we don't need to dwell on on that. Nope. Um. All right. Well, I'm sure you've got a real chipper, cheerful story over there, since this is. I guess I'm being bad cop over here. <laughs> Well, uh, 
I'm pulling from the same article. Okay. But this one is something I've heard a little bit about. Uh, you may have too, but it's a fun one. Okay. Uh, unlike the guy murdering all his neighbors. The, in 1997, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration discovered the bloop. Have you heard of the bloop? The bloop? Yeah. To this day, no one knows for certain what it comes from. Have you heard of the bloop? Yeah. Though right. the scientists have speculated it could be due to some glacial movement. But the, for the record, the SETI Institute, the organization in charge of listening to outer space in the hopes of hearing something... Uh, anything has turned up nothing. So the bloop is, they speculate glacial sounds, but when they first heard it, they said that it was animal in origin, but it was unlike, it was too loud for any known creature. Okay. So I'll read you from the Wikipedia page. The first interview, uh, or uh, not the first interview, but... The Christopher Fox was interviewed by David Woolman for New Scientist, and he did not believe that it was a man-made sound, uh, nor that it was a geological event as a volcano or an earthquake. Uh, he's, Fox believed that the bloop resembled that a sound of a living creature, and his hunch is that the sound, nicknamed the bloop, is the most likely to come from some sort of animal because its signature is a rapid variation in frequency, similar to the sounds of known to be made by marine beasts. There's one crucial difference, however. In 1997, bloop was detected by sensors up to 4,800 kilometers, or 3,000 miles, apart. This means it must be far louder than any whale noise or any other noise for that matter. Is it even remotely possible that some creature bigger than any whale is lurking in the depths or perhaps more likely something that is much more efficient at making sound yeah Cthulhu yeah he stirs and we heard it and we recorded it <laughs> what was that well I think uh, I can play you the audio where we go here it is so that was at 16 times speed According to Wikipedia. But you hear the bloop? I did hear the bloop. It's a bloop. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> but that is sped up 16 times. So I'm guessing, I don't know why Wikipedia has it at 16 times speed. Because then it would be a minute and a half video instead of six seconds. I guess, but like. But it would probably be more like a more a dramatic. Low. Yeah. Scarier. Bloop. Yeah, well, what's the... All right, well, then I'm just going to look up the bloop. Bloop. And it's actual distance, the bloop sound, the bloop original sound. Now, is it just going to play the sound, or is it just normal? It's, and just, s- it's just a recording of me going bloop, bloop, because I did it earlier. I put it on YouTube, because I knew this one. Says that's normal speed. It's 
it's such a bloop. Was it just because you the Wikipedia just had was it just one bloop or was it a couple of these included in the file? Because this just seems like it's keep going, but I can't tell if it's the same bloop or if they're all different. I think it's just the one. Because I don't know why this video, this uh, this video is like four minutes long. It's just oh, I don't know. I mean. It I don't know. I mean, what is going on down there? I mean, that's my whole point, is it's Cthulhu. He stirs in Raleigh. Is that where it's from? Yeah, I forget what it is. His underwater cities, something like that. Well, I was going to say, that was where I was going to take this to, is what if it is part of the underwater cities with the octopus pilots and their spaceships? Well, it could be that. Actually, water ships... Well, maybe, I mean, he might be in maybe, charge of this. Maybe that was their first launch right there. Bloop. 1997. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're cruising around. They div- Or they advanced. Yeah, they advanced their... And that's the, that's their the noise their spaceships made. Watercraft, yeah. Bloop. <laughs> it's like their blast off, their rocket. I'm going to go bloop off. Bloop. Bloop off. I'm blooping. <laughs> All right, guys. Three, two, one, bloop off. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's go check out those land dwellers. Ready? Bloop. Oh, he bloop, blooped off there. Bloop. Well, yeah, the bloop. I think that's cool. Well, I think I, it's, I think I got a cool title for this episode. Yeah, the something blo- about blooping. The bloop and other stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bloop and other stories. The bloop and just everyone murdering their neighbors and family <laughs> members. Jesus Christ! Well, that guy's hate group was called. I hate my bloop. neighbors. <laughs> yeah, the bloop. <laughs> Welcome to the bloop. Yeah. What does that mean? Means where to kill my neighbors. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, that escalated, dude. Yeah, yeah said you want to be part of a hate group. That's well, what like, the squids are about too. Yeah, that's true. Flying their ships, they're coming for us. I mean, again, why I moved to Illinois, Illinois to avoid the squid I didn't war. Move here, I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, you can't. Yeah, well, yeah, it's staying right. Yep, yep. The uh, the fear of the squid octopus war. No one's going to see that coming in 2022. Cephalopod wars. No one's going to send... Oh, did you survive? So what happened during the climate wars? The climate wars, I was too busy fighting the cephalopod <laughs> wars, which I guess are a sub-war of the climate wars because, of course, their habitat's been destroyed by humanity, and they want to fight back. Yep. They, they were paying attention to the science decades ago when we just... Us land dwellers just kept ignoring it, saying it'll fix itself, and they've been building their ships, preparing to... Solve the climate crisis. They I like to think that the squids mm-hmm. speak English, but all their verbs are bloop-oriented. <laughs> all their verbs. <laughs> Just the verbs? What are you, what are you blooping over there? Oh, I'm blooping this. Man, yeah, we got to bloop these guys. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking up our atmosphere. They're blooping up our atmosphere. Yeah. All right, well, well, the 8th Squadron's ready to bloop out DC. Get ready. Yep. All right, bloop those missiles. <laughs> well, there you go. Is Cthulhu like a? He's not a hive mind, is he? He's just a giant god being, right? Yeah, he's he's an elder 
Yeah, he's not in that. Yeah. I was just wondering the outer if he, ones. a psychic link with any of his uh I think you can with psychic link with anything and just explode your head. Okay. Your consciousness. Whatever. Alright, well this would this uh well no, let's keep talking. Never mind. I'm afraid to read whatever's in front of me. <laughs> I'd rather just keep talking about bloops the next hour. Yeah, well yeah, the octopuses and the squid bloops. Mm-hmm. And the um I can't think of it now, but there's other cool cephalopods too. Like the guys that like had like the shells and stuff. Those guys are cool. The uh what do they call them? Oh, what are they called? I just got to look up cephalopods, and they'll be there. Because they haven't really changed. They decided, they looked at evolution, and they are like, nah, man, we're good. Cuttlefish? Uh, cuttlefish are some, yes. That's not the one I was thinking of, though. Cephala. Yeah, I, I, even though I shouldn't. Oh, there's a cephalopod. Yeah, cuttlefish, they are. Yes, here we go, baby. Give me all the cephalopods. The Nautilus, that bad oh, mother. Oh, yeah, those, those ones are pretty crazy. Yeah, squid, octopus, and cuttlefish still kind of look closer together. Like, the cuttlefish still have, because, like, they... But Whoa, the, there's a vampire squid? I'm sure. Yeah, these look badass. Oh, God, what the fuck is this? This one's got, like, teeth on its tentacles. Yeah, man, they want to rip you apart, dude. Yeah, you don't want to be in hand-to-hand combat with a squid. No, I don't. Yeah, but then, then yeah, because the uh, the cuttlefish still have their their hard shell, because mm-hmm. like, but everybody else kind of evolved out of it. <sighs> Nautilus. Are the cool, actual though. name of the vampire squid is. Fem- I need to say this in Latin before I. Sure. Because it's too good. Vampirothetes infernalis. This is an actual animal. Latin's always sound so cool. It means the vampire squid from hell. <laughs> <laughs> the bloop, vampire squid from hell, and other stories. It's bioluminescent. I mean, use it. it uses its unique oxygen metabolism to thrive in the parts of the ocean with the lowest concentrations of oxygen. So it's a deep sea fucking squid the vampirotetheus infernalis okay well that's cool did you know that they have copper based blood I did not so when you cut them they bleed blue they don't bleed red again who are the real aliens on this planet us or them I don't know just asking questions. I'm not going to lie. The oral view of the squid from hell is pretty terrifying. Oh, looking that up. I'll just show you. Please. I'll turn this bad boy around. Oh, well, that's just... It's just yeah, covered you're in teeth and mm, his Yeah, his teeth mouth for hole. tentacles and a giant pointy beak. Yeah, just look that up. That's, on, that's on the Wikipedia you, page for vampire squid from hell. That's what you want wrapped around your head. Yeah, it only gets up to be a foot. That we know of. That we know of. Well, the, that's fun. The deeper they go into the water, the bigger they get, and the longer they live, and the smarter they are. And we haven't been to the bottom of the ocean, Zach. I mean, that's a broad statement. We've checked out certain bottoms of certain oceans, but like, there are very deep places where we have not explored. Is oh, my I point. know. That's why I'm looking at ocean stuff, thinking that's scary. And you're telling me about 
neighbors getting gunned down. <laughs> Are you worried about something? I didn't look those up. <laughs> they were just in the thread that I'm scared to go back to. Okay. Well. I'm about to go back to it. All right. Let her rip. God, I hope, I hope one of these takes a turn and it ends up being like a squid who hates his neighbors. <laughs> hmm? Okay. Uh, this one has got some... Uh, this one's got some award, got an award, I think. So I'm scared to read it. But here we go. Happened to my boss's best friends. Happened to my boss's best friend when they were around 17 years old. So it sounds like they survived. That's a plus. So far. Hmm. Best friend's parents, uh-oh, were out of town one weekend, and she had the house to herself. Party. Went about her business having dinner, watching TV, then decided to go to the bed. So quite oh. a Quite a party. An introvert's party. Exactly. This is the past. Yeah. Uh, she was lying in her bed and her back to her closet when she heard the door open. That's not good. That's bad. She somehow pretended to be asleep. Why would you do that? That's playing possum. Wouldn't she just leave? No. The man who was hiding in the closet. Excuse me? <laughs> that's where he was. The closet door opened. Mm-hmm. I walked around her bed. To the side she was laying facing, gently stroked her hair and face, then left. Why would you pretend you were sleeping for that? I would just leave. Yeah. I mean, I guess it worked. He didn't. I guess. Maybe. I guess he didn't kill her. Yeah, maybe. She, obviously, she did something right. She immediately called her boyfriend to ask him to come over, then called her parents and then the police. Long story short, this man had been getting into their home via a doggy door. Well, that's terrifying. What kind of contortionist shit is he into? How big was the doggy door? Uh, well, I guess if it's a bigger dog, you can just walk right through. But I, don't I mean, know if I walk, but <laughs> crawl. I'm just imagining a doggy door for like if my Cerberus. If my if my dog had had a doggy door, it'd be half the fucking door. Well, yeah. So he just. <laughs> I mean, at that point, it's like a it's like a saloon. Yeah, I don't think most people have, like, 200-pound dogs. Probably not. <laughs> she Probably not. She immediately called her boyfriend. I told you that. Long story short, this man had been getting into their home via a doggy door. They didn't have a dog. It didn't bother to secure it because no one thinks a human's walking through. And he'd been living in a tent in the foresty area behind their home for months to creep on her. That's not good. Like, it's worse because, of course, it does. They found a ton of surveillance footage of her sleeping and pieces of her clothes and stuff. If I recall correctly, this happened somewhere in Alabama, most likely the mid-2000s. The next comment beneath that is just, holy shit. Holy shit is right. The next one is, better check your closet. Or don't. Just pretend just, you're asleep and it'll pretend go you're away. asleep and it'll just touch you and leave. Remind me, I have a friend who had a creepy story. Yes. But it was a friend of theirs that I didn't know. It was when we were in college. Okay. And I, this was a while ago now. Yes. But if I remember right, he said that she was in her kitchen uh, making mac and cheese or something like that. Yes. Just going about her day. Uh-huh. And heard somebody sneeze. Yes. And knew she should have been home alone and all that stuff. So she stopped what she was doing and went out and got in her car and drove away but 
As she was backing out of the driveway, she looked up and saw somebody looking out through the attic window. <sighs> and then the police were called and they found out there was somebody who had been living in her attic. Uh, but it was like a group of three girls that lived together, but she was the only one at home at the time. Okay. So somebody was just, just living up in their attic. Just some strange man hanging out in the attic? Mm-hmm. Unnoticed until he sneezed, he blew his cover? Yeah, and probably was living up there uh, just because it was three or four college girls living in Bloomington, Illinois. Right. right. Um, it was probably pretty easy to just figure out when they're home or not. Right, when they're in class. When to be quiet, when to... Yeah, shut up. They're in class. You can, you know, take a shower, use the bathroom. Yeah. Go back up there. Yeah. Or come and go. It's four girls living together, so if things go missing, they're going to blame each other. Right. And if any of them hear his footsteps, let's assume it's one of the three other people that live there. Yep. Well. So that's creepy. Lock your doors. That's real. Yeah, lock your doors. Lock your closets. Wouldn't that be good? Just make a habit of locking your closet from the outside so if somebody's in there, they're fucked. Well, every time before I go to bed, I open my closet door really quick and go, ah, I gotcha. And there's nobody ever there. <laughs> but one of these times. <laughs> the time it is, that guy will be so freaked out. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know? Yeah. Huh. Just had a feeling. What you do is you always open up your closet door and yell, hey, gotcha, and just shove a knife in there. <laughs> <laughs> ah, save this time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to put us uh, back on course. Okay. Um, because this is, well, this is from Gay and Happy. That's nice. The blue ring octopus has a venom that causes paralysis. Oh, yeah. Causing people to die of cardiac arrest or because of hypoxia. There is no antidote. The cure is CPR or life support for the hour or so it takes for the venom to leave the body. There was a man who was bitten by a blue ring octopus. As the lifeguard was performing CPR, he was lying on his back on the beach, facing the sky, eyes frozen open. Unable to close his eyes or communicate with the others, he lied there as the sun slowly burned out his retinas. Oh, God. He became permanently blind. Yeah, fuck that. Well, didn't know that was possible on Earth, and now I do. Uh, so, Okay. So I I know the blue ring octopus because as a child I loved to read about animals. Yep. And I had a book about the most dangerous animals in the world. It's a good book to have as a child. Yeah, and there was with a blue ring octopus in there. So I knew that. Yeah. But have you seen the video of the girl holding one at the beach? No. Recently. Recently. It went viral for a bit. Why is she doing that? Because she was like, Oh, look at octopus, look how cute it is. And it's a blue ring octopus, and she obviously didn't know that. Does it get her? No. Which, but it's like, holy shit, you were just holding the most dangerous animal. Yeah, you were holding, you were hol- holding death. Yeah. Let's see, if I, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, for please. You. This yeah. makes great audio when I play you videos. Uh, it's good stuff. Hey, it's fine. We'll talk about it. That's fine. People heard the bloop. Also, uh, talking about burning your retinas out. I learned what snow blindness was. I just always assumed, like, you know, it sucks, but snow blind is when you, you're like, you get a sunburn on your eyes, basically. Yeah, nobody so wants fun. that. Welcome to winter. It's just, yeah, welcome to winter. Welcome to winter. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But, like, being bitten by this ridiculous creature, 
and then like you're helpless. Sorry, a better one. This video sucks. And your eyes are just staring into the sun, and then you're just there burning alive. All right. She's holding a blue ring octopus. Gosh. In the palm of her hand. And he's so they're tiny. small. He's so tiny. Yeah, so she would have no idea. I mean, yeah, luckily it felt cool. Yeah. Luckily he was chill with it. I mean, octopus are pretty smart. a baby. Octopus are pretty smart. Even as a baby, it's oh. probably like, I'm not being hurt. You're like, my mom's going to fuck you up. You better, <laughs> you better put me back. Yeah. Mom's probably dead. Wow. You gotta read a story about that too. <laughs> neighbor, neighbor got her. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of octopus. How big do the blue ring octopus get? A lot of octopuses basically give birth and then die. They basically serve as a decoy. Like for predators, they'll tear apart the mom as she dies, as the babies can get away. Oh, yeah. They only can really reproduce once, unless you go deeper into the ocean. Where they live longer, can so have. So they get up to eight inches, five to eight inches. Yeah, octopuses don't usually get super huge, which is always deceptive because you always think of them as just giant monsters. At least in my head, I do. Yeah. Perfect size to kind of maybe pilot a spaceship. I don't know. I'm just saying. The blue ringed octopus, despite its small size, carries enough venom to kill 26 adult humans within minutes. Can you just imagine one? Their bites are tiny and often painless. Can you imagine being like, I don't know what's wrong, but I'm 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 dead. (laughs) I'm in trouble. Yep. Don't go in the water. Well, imagine an army that weaponizes that shit. Yep. Illinois. Hopefully safe from the octopus war. Hopefully. What if they just what if they just cover their bullets in that stuff? In their own venom? So they can shoot that into everybody. Yeah. When they come. Sure. I don't see why not. <laughs> I like how I turned this into things about the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> We're just on completely different pages here. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, we got some ocean stuff here. This looks like an ocean story. Oh, geez. This is like, this is too long of a story. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's way too long. But it was about the blue hole. The blue hole is a 100-meter deep sinkhole on the coast of the Red Sea, five miles north of Dahab, Egypt. Its nickname is the Diver's Cemetery. Divers in Dahab say 200 died in recent years. Many of those who died were attempting to swim under the arch. Now, this is a whole thing, so I'm just going to tell you that looks scary because this could be a whole thing it looks like. Um... These are quotes probably from Wikipedia, maybe. I'm moving along. The problem is that the blue hole is bigger than anything you've ever done before, dove before. And the crystal clear water provides a visibility that is ten times what you're used to in the dark waters of St. Lawrence, where you usually dive. What you don't realize is that when you swam down a little farther to get a closer look, thinking it was just 30 or 40 feet more, you actually swam almost twice that because the vast scale of things messed up your sense of distance. And while you were looking at the archway, you didn't 
have any nearby reference point in your vision. More depth equal more pressure. And your BCD, the air-filled jacket that you use to control your buoyancy, has compressed a little. You were slowly sinking and had no idea. That's when the dive master began banging his tank and you looked up. This only served to blind you for a moment and distract your sense of motion and position even more. Your dive computer wasn't sticking out on your chest below your shoulder when you reached for it because your BCD was shrinking. You turned your body sideways while twisting and reaching for it. The ten seconds spent fumbling for it and staring at the screen brought you deeper and you began to accelerate with your jacket continuing to, sh to shrink. The reason that you didn't hear the beeping at first, that it took so long to make out the depth between the flashing words, was a nitrogen, nitrogen narcosis. You have been getting depth drunk. And the numbers depth would, drunk. And the numbers wouldn't stay still because you were still sinking. Okay. Well, that sounds scary. Ah, uh, well. Every 10 meters of water adds another one atmosphere of pressure. Your tank has enough air for you to spend an hour at 10 meters and to refill your obesity more than 100 times. Each additional 20 meters of depth cuts this time in half. This assumes you are calm, controlling your breathing, and using your muscles slowly with intention. If you panic, begin breathing quickly and move rapidly. This cuts your time in half. You're certified to 20 meters, and you've gone briefly down to 30 meters on some shipwrecks before. So you were comfortable swimming to 25 meters to look at the arch. While you were looking at it, you sank to 40 meters, and while you messed around looking... For your dive master and then the computer, you sank to 60 meters. Six, six atmospheres of pressure. You have only 10 minutes of air at this depth. Hmm. When you swam for the surface, you had become disoriented from twisting around and then looking at your gear, and you were now right in front of the archway. You swam into the archway thinking it was a surface. That's why the blue hole looks smaller now. There is no current pulling you sideways. You are continuing to sink to the bottom of the arch. When you hit the bottom and started to inflate your BCD, you are now over 90 meters. You will go through a full tank of air in only a couple minutes at this depth. Panicking like this, you're down to seconds. There's enough air to inflate your BCD, but it'll take over a minute to fill, and it doesn't matter, because that would only pull you into the top of the arch. You'll drown before you get there. Well, that's fun. Um, On Wikipedia, it says Yuri Lipsky was a 22-year-old Russian diving instructor, who died there on 28th of April 2000 at a depth of 115 meters after an uncontrolled descent. He carried a video camera which filmed his death and it made it has made it the best known death at the site and one of the best known diving deaths in the world because it's a video and it shows Yuri in an involuntary and uncontrolled descent. Eventually landing on the seafloor at 115 meters where he panics, removes his regulator, and tries to fill his buoyancy compensator, but is unable to rise. At 115 meters, he would have been subject to severe nitrogen narcosis, which may have impaired his judgment, induced hallucinations, and caused panic and confusion. And yeah, there you go. Depth drunk. See, that's how the um, the octopus... Um, army would, you know, torture prisoners of war. Mm -hmm. They would get you depth drunk, and then you'll, you know, say anything to make it stop. 
which is why torture is bad, but the octopuses hate what we're doing to their planet, so they would go ahead and do it anyways. Death drunk. It's a different world down there. We're not supposed to be there. Nope. They could also torture you by, like, letting you breathe, but taking you to, like, crushing depth pressure. Right. That'd just be miserable. It would be terrible. I mean, at least we're ahead of the curve. Like, we know what the cephalopods could be planning. I mean, who really lives in Atlantis? I don't know. Cephalopods. Mm-hmm. You got one, one more for us? Well, Dare, we kind of, we got some synergy there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Random synergy. I haven't switched out of this thread. Um, so let's see if I can just throw one last crazy curveball. Let's see who else can get murdered. I'm just looking for one that's a little got a little bit of length to it. Let's see here. I don't know if that will work. Well, I s- okay. Is this this is from Ips Ipsilateral brain? Is that what I'm going to read? It looks depressing. Do you want to be depressed? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, let's see here. Yeah. All right. My mom's family lives in extreme poverty. She was lucky enough to get away when she was 15 and find my dad, and I've had a somewhat privileged life. Yet we still went and visited my mother's family. My grandmother, mother's mother, lived in an old schoolhouse and she rented apartments to other families. When I was young, I used to play in the yard with a girl who lives in one of the apartments. She was so sweet and I considered her my friend. For years, every time I'd visit, I'd play with her. We'd run in the woods and pretend we were explorers finding new worlds. We had so much fun. She was a leader and had such an imaginative mind. I really, really liked being with her. One night she invited me over for dinner didn't even ask. I just went. I was 10 years old. The apartment was rancid. Gunk everywhere on the floor. The mother was okay with me being there, but when she said dinner's ready, she threw dried dog food on the floor, and the girl and her siblings started eating dried dog food off the floor. The image is still vivid in my mind. I said I had to leave. That's a good call. (laughs) and told my grandmother and aunt. I don't know what they did, but I never saw her again. God damn it. <laughs> well, I'm going to read the ne- this next sentence. Years later, I found out the girl was being raped by her father and got pregnant by him at 13. Oh, geez. The father is in prison. Last I heard, she was homeless. I tried to find her through cousins who knew people who knew people. I wish I could help her. I think about her a lot. Well, I'm done with that for now. Yeah. That's a little, uh, 
had to throw a little fuel to that fire, just that one little extra sentence. Mm-hmm. As if the eating the dog food off the floor wasn't enough to um, deal with. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. We can oh. be done with that one. Yeah, we're, yeah. Just get this through. Your th- are you done? Uh, I mean, I haven't come up with anything else. Please uh, find something else. <laughs> Please save us both. Uh, Please save us from this nightmare I took us on. I'm just looking at a bunch of really weird sea creatures right now. Please, well, okay, fine. Well, that's cool. You just tell me a story about a sea creature. At this point, I'd be okay with that. Uh, okay. Something that's kind of cool. Hmm. Let's see. This is... I got nothing here. You really... You really no, I didn't. screwed us up there. I didn't screw anything up. <laughs> I was just reading from the thread. Uh-huh. The other time I was in that thread, it didn't give me all these murder things. At 3,000 feet, uh, the sunlight stops in the ocean, I guess. At 3,000 feet? Yeah. So below that, it's just black. You're in space, basically. Basically. I'm going to give a shout-out to Other Minds, The Octopus, The Sea, and The Deep Origins of Consciousness, which talks about octopuses being smart and being cool by Peter Godfrey Smith. I listened to the audio book. They're wearing sunglasses and smoking cigarettes. Yeah, and they're like, we're coming. We're cool. Yeah. But about octopus society, how smart they can be, all their civilizations, their planet. like, And those are just like probably like your run-of-the-mill, like not your civilization- form an octopus is not that they don't have civilizations you know what i mean because they're smarter animals but like real smart okay yeah but i'm just you know like there could be other ones that are even smarter mm-hmm. maybe they're flying ships could be maybe they're setting off the bloop maybe they're blooping yeah they're blooping man well the bloop and other tales what a headline <laughs> No one knows what's coming. I didn't know it was coming. No, we didn't know. We just had no idea. You listened to it as it unfolded. Tell by the shock and disgust. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why was I a conduit for that? I don't know. I don't know either. But if you have any scary stories, I won't elaborate on what kinds. You can let us know at Weird and Food Podcast. I wasn't going to be like, you have any scary stories or like you murdered your neighbors or your neighbors murdered you? (laughs) Please don't. Just, it just let's not let's leave the neighbor murdering alone. Yeah. Let's not maybe do that. Yeah. Let's stay away from that. Um, but you can email us. We don't us. condone it. We do not condone neighbor murders or murder of people. In general. Right. This yeah. is a, <laughs> as a broad term. Not huge fans of the murder. Not great. But uh, yeah, and, uh, follow us on the the socials, the Instagram. Uh, big on there. You can. Uh, Leave us a review on the iTunes. Let us know how you feel about these random tales we took you. This random journey we all went on together. We we made it. Yeah, we made it. Um, and you can, of course, support us on the Patreon.com slash Weird and Feared. Support us there. Listen to some behind-the-veil talks. We get into some stuff. And um, welcome to 2022. Yeah. This will be good as someone's listening through this, you know, years from now. Welcome but this to is, 2022. This is, this is a snapshot in time. The bloop and neighbor killing. Jeez. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ. Yep. All right, guys. Well, there it is. Stay safe and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>